cheers. Wait for me. Cheers. cheers. It's my first podcast. I love this. <laughs> um, okay, so this is Josie. Josie is hey. a model, one of my best friends, and... Uh, what else <laughs> we each other like oh god wait what else what would else would you say for that yeah i mean me and sure i've known each other since we were i think 15 and 16 when or I, 16 well, 17 were, josie was my first friend when i one of my first friends when i moved to it like were the, you 15 when you moved i know i was 16 okay so i, I was 17 turned 16 no you would have been 18 when we met when we when Am we I met two years older than you or one year two two years because it was oh, it goes okay, me okay, okay. scarlet you yeah, yeah, yeah it's like um, but um, <laughs> Josie, I literally, you were my, one of my first friends when I moved to America because I didn't know anyone when I moved here. I we met like immediately. Yeah, we Through, met like, mutual friends out and about. three months after I moved to the States and I wasn't like a model yet and like literally was just like at, I barely was either. Yeah, I think we I just getting started kind of. Yeah, yeah no. but you were more like in like model, like the modeling. I world. think I was signed. You were signed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Model. But, yeah, um, trying. I remember we met. Uh, we met like going out, I guess. Yeah, in LA. we definitely met through like our nightlife crew. I remember, like, because I was alone. I don't even know how I like got to this like party or whatever. Yeah, and <laughs> you were there, and I. It was like one of my, my first times going out in LA, and I had like no friends because I j- didn't know anyone in America. And you were, we were both alone, night. and we both like looked at each other and we're like, let's just be friends. The and second we met, we clicked. Then. Literally yeah. the night we met, yeah. we were like hanging out every single day after that, like yeah. consecutively nonstop. That was the yeah, best. I love those works. friendships. I, I have know. a couple. I think the friendships I have now, like the strongest relationships I have, are the ones that have been the longest. Mm-hmm. And they're the friends that I met on spot, and I was like, I fuck with you. Yeah. Like Bella, it's like for an example. Connection. Yeah. The second that yeah. means Scarlett. Well, I've known Scarlett since we were like yeah, technically eleven. Yeah. 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 Well, middle like, school. Yeah. We went to the same middle school, but we were just very different. Like I think you rekindled me and Scarlett's friendship because you and Scar got close. Because yeah. because I did right? Brandy, and so yeah, Brandy, I did Brandy too. That Brandy was the start of everything. First, my first normal job, like it was the first job I like like had a like wage and shit for me too and Wait, you worked work it was yeah it was I my was like first... folding clothes at the front yeah like, that retail. was that was no I did full retail That's so funny full me retail too. and then that was my first modeling job ever was brandy and me Scarlett, too, ever. And that's how I became close with Scarlett because Scarlett was like the brandy girl the brandy at the girl. time yeah and like kind of still is but like and that's how I became close to Scarlett. So I met you out, and then I met Scarlett, Brandy, and then I don't know how we all three started hanging out. We just, like, clicked. Like, there's we something clicked, with certain yeah. people, like, the chemistry is undeniable, mm. and you meet someone, and you could just say, like, a couple <laughs> sentences, and I'm just like, yeah. Something about this girl, I know I'm going to fuck with forever. And I feel like I really love that regardless, like, what we all go through as friends and, mm-hmm. like, as a group and, like, even with other friendships and relationships I have, we stay so mm-hmm. strong and close and trusting. Yeah. Because we know. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, we know what it is. Yeah. And, like... It's kind of just, like, always there. Yeah. Yeah. Always. Like, that just, like, connection. What were you, like, kind of in high school? Because that's the... Si- like, that's... I guess I met you after high school because you would have been right after. So I don't know how that was, like... What was I, like, in high school? Um... I was honestly... Or I guess, like, how are you different now? Well, when I was in high school, I did that summer break show. Uh-huh. And oh, my I, God, I know, break. I know. And so when I did that show, I was, like, 16, 17. And I was just a bit more arrogant. Mm-hmm. I mean, at least the way they cut the footage, it was very just, like, <laughs> yeah. I do what I want, I get what I want. And looking back at that, I'm, like, eh, like, so fucking cringe. But I was definitely a little bit more just, like fearless I guess in a way like the older I get like people say ignorance is bliss and I think Mm -hmm. that's something that's like very applicable uh growing up but now that I'm like older and I've like learned a lot about the world and like consequences and politics even I'm just a bit more 
of a woman, yeah. I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, in high school, I was, I've always been the same. Like, one of the things I'm probably the most proud about that people say is that, like, I haven't changed. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, people are like, yeah, you haven't no, changed. You're still the yeah. same old Joes. Like, yeah. very, like, goofy and just um, kind of unapologetically myself, which I... Have you always been like that? Yeah, I've always just... Just, like, from I birth. just, like, don't second... I mean, it's also, like, gotten me in some shit sometimes. I don't really second guess who I am or, like, what I do, if that mm. makes sense. Like, I'm just kind of, like, down yeah. and, like, fun and, like, free-spirited. And, you know, sometimes it obviously gets me into some shit, which we've been through mm-hmm. together. You know, <laughs> 18, back in the day, like, some weird shit. Um, but, yeah. Like now that I'm thinking about it, you're actually, like, pretty, like, I mean, I've kind of known this, but you've always been, like, very secure with yourself, you know, in a sense. Or would you disagree? I definitely – it's weird because, like, from the inside looking out – I don't really, like, think about uh, security and, like, I just don't second-guess those things. Yeah. Like, I just, like, am me. That's and what I, know, I mean, though, because that's secure. Yeah. That's being secure. You're not and so yeah. secure that you don't even think about it. That's, like, that's really secure. Because most people definitely have to think about, like, how they feel in the room and their presence in the room and, like, yeah, and yeah. if they're enough or if they have to be something else and you're just, like, ah, I don't even think about it. I'm just myself. Like, that's a beauty in, I in that. I feel like I don't let my mind – I feel like I think about a lot. Like, I kind of grew up with a little bit of, like – not, like, severe anxiety, but there's mm-hmm. definitely days where it, like, can be crippling. It can be um, very distracting and disturbing. Um, and I feel like I've worked so hard to not let my mind go down that tunnel mm-hmm. of dark thoughts that – come down to myself and like Like who I am as a person well just like thoughts of like obviously especially like running around a town like this and having a name behind me like Canseco I feel like there's a lot of like preconceived notions about me and my family my background and money and this and that and like there's a lot of things I could think about like the pressure and what people think about me and instead of like revolving my time and my energy around what people think about me I just try and better myself internally as to who I am we all have insecure moments like Mm -hmm. I definitely get insecure and I when someone when you walk into a room and people are looking at you and like thinking something you're like what the fuck are they thinking like is it because they they like you or they recognize you or they heard some rumors about you because especially in a town like this like it could be fucking anything yeah (laughs) like it could be anything especially with me like (laughs) I don't know I just feel like I've uh had a interesting wild kind of upbringing right yeah instead of letting my mind like wander I just know what that could do mm-hmm. for someone like me who is a bit of a deep thinker yeah. in, like, every aspect. So I just kind of just live. Something about you that I've noticed is you never, which I, this isn't really rare. Like, you never are that, like, anxious or stressed. You're always, like, maybe you have moments and things stress you out. But, like, you're not, like, one of my anxious friends who I, like, have to wor- – I never have to worry about you. Does that make sense? You always figure it out. Like, you, I, you're you never sad over a boy. Like, ever. <laughs> I've never seen you, like, distraught. It took distraught. a while to get to that point, though. It's like, well, like, well, I am. You, you know, because I'm such a lover. Yeah, you'll get distraught for, like, moments. But you'll, I never have worried about, is Josie going to be okay? Because you're so, like – you have such a backbone and so you're so resilient that I actually have never worried about it. And it was something I've like, I don't think about that for all of my friends. Like that I, makes I, me so happy to hear. <laughs> I'm like, I finally did it. <laughs> no, but, but seriously, like you're a very strong girl. Do you see that kind of, uh, I definitely see that and acknowledge that. And I'm very proud of myself, but it took going through a shit ton to mm-hmm. be able to have that backbone. And 
What do you mean going through a shit ton? Like family just, stuff? Yeah, or whether, like just life? everything I've been through, whether it be like relationships or family or parents, like my upbringing, like I've just been through a lot of, of emotional turmoil, I guess you could say, um, in like every aspect, whether it was family or like not having my parents around or having fucked up situations at times and like relationships and cheating and this and that. Like I just feel like I've been through enough to know that and I've gotten through enough also to know that at the end of the day everything's gonna be yeah okay mm-hmm. like when you go through a breakup for example if you let your mind go down that like dark spiraling tunnel of like oh like he was the best like I miss him I'm never gonna find him again I'm never gonna find anyone like that I'm never gonna love like that again like that then that's your perspective and that's negative and that will naturally keep you and your energy low because that's where your mind's at yeah so instead of doing that every time I go through some shit I'm like look at the bright side of things mm-hmm. Um, look at the positive side of things, look at how you're going to grow from this, like focus on the growth of something rather than the negativity of it. And like, it took a while because I still have my moments. Don't get me wrong. Like if shit happens, like I cry, I break down, like I'll stay home for like a while and watch movies and cry and have wine and like have those moments naturally. (laughs) Um, lots of wine, (laughs) but I feel like there's something about being at a low point that makes me want to thrive even more. Mm-hmm. Like, if I lose a partner, I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to come out even better on yeah, this side. Yeah, you do do that. Yeah. yeah, I'm just like, fuck that. Like, that's just going <laughs> to keep me down. Like, yeah. Um, and with family, I'm like, okay, well, shit happens. Like, there's something about, like, also detachment I'm really good at. Mm-hmm. I think it's because of, like, family shit I've yeah. been through. Um, I'm just really good at detaching. Where it's, like, you're dead to me kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, like, if you, like, you know me as a friend. Like, mm-hmm. I'm very loyal, like, very, like, ride or die, like... But the second someone, like, really, like, does me wrong and hurts me, I just, like, I just don't have a problem with letting go of, of something that brings me down or, like, negative energy in my life that, like, does me wrong. Because yeah. I feel like I really don't try and do people wrong, especially mm-hmm. friends that I love and have. So Yeah. I think we actually... I just went off onto a different tangent, I think. No, no, but, no, but fair enough. But I think that's actually something similar that we both do in the sense of, like, if if we feel like you're bad for me goodbye yeah and I won't think twice about it I feel like especially in this town you kind of had to get like a little bit of a hard shell on yeah and find your way through here in LA like your sanity is something that you have to uh maintain and like prioritize prioritize and like it's precious here and it's easily very lost like the amount of people we've seen friends we've had that have just lost themselves off the deep end here we both have been like really good at maintaining our friend groups our life our past like staying motivated staying focused like no matter who we're around what we're doing I feel like we both like if we could be around the most like successful and wealthy and happy and famous people but we don't misconstrue that for us being successful we still work our asses off and get to the point where we need to be individually yeah yeah i i really believe it's a skill like the ability to let people go like people really struggle with figuring that out yeah yeah that's why it's also i think for us like i think we've both been through a fair amount of family shit and having to detach from toxic family members that sucks but it also is what it is like mm-hmm. when we're when we become women we're like all right what are we gonna do like let them keep bringing us down or making us feel low about ourselves mm-hmm. or like disrupting our life because we love them family yeah. is family it's like yeah uh who are you closer with out of your parents is it your mom my mom yeah, are you close with your mom would you say or like you're closer with your mom out of consequence i'm close with my mom okay. like we definitely have a very interesting relationship i would say we're more so best friends than we are like mom and daughter type thing I think it's because she had me really young she had a really interesting life when I was born she raised me uh pretty much completely on her own when did your parents separate how old were you uh when I was like 
three or four. Okay. So born in Florida with both my parents together yeah. initially, but they always kind of had a rocky relationship. My dad was playing baseball. He was traveling, probably not being the most faithful. I'm not going to put you <laughs> on blast because I love you. <laughs> but yeah, they both just like had a very toxic relationship. And then my mom moved to LA with me when I was four. So I've been raised in LA since then. But How old yeah. was your mom when she married your dad? Because she was young, right? As well. I think. She was 21. Okay. When she they gets got, a pass. Wow. Yeah. can you imagine? She had me literally, at 22. Yeah. That's like, uh, like that's me having that's a kid two year, kid. a year and a half ago. Can you imagine me with a kid right now? <laughs> Dude, I am so not prepared for something like that. And it's yeah. interesting because like, I put myself in that perspective being that I've had, uh, been in a relationship, which also we need to probably catch up a little yeah. bit about. <laughs> been in a relationship for like a year now. And I'm just, like, so not ready for children. Like, mm-hmm. not that that's even a conversation exactly, yeah. but, like, you, you know, when you're with that. someone, you're 24, 25, you're with one for a certain amount of time, you're like, wow, could I imagine having kids soon at all? And I'm just, like, no. I'm so not uh, personally accomplished enough. Like, mm-hmm. I have so many things I need to do for myself before I do for another person. Because when I have a yeah. kid, I want to be, like, fully about them. Like, I want to be, like, not a stay-at-home mom, but I want to be one of those moms Hands that on. is – so hands-on like I don't want to leave my kid with a nanny all the time like that was kind of my upbringing like I was left with nannies the entire 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 time my entire life (laughs) nannies and people I didn't really know and just kind of like not that that was a bad thing like yeah love you I love my nannies yeah yeah no love them and I think also I'd rather have a nanny than you know if my mom was building like wanting to go out and do these things and live a life and still have a career like I would never want her to build resentment towards me so like fuck yeah give me a nanny if you need Mm mm-hmm um, but because I had that upbringing, I want to have a completely different upbringing with my kids. Like yeah. Very hands-on, lovey, more of a traditional family I yeah. think, than anything. I think that's a fair assessment to make. You're like, I yeah. have noticed I'm personally not ready to have kids. That's, and you're probably right if you feel that way. And that's like yeah. very fair. You're like, I'm going to wait till I'm ready. Like, it's wild. It's wild to think that in, in a bunch of different, not cultures, but like, places especially around the u.s like mm-hmm. people come out of college and they find their sweethearts like yeah. traditionally people get married and have kids like very young like around this age like you yeah find your sweetheart and you like get the married. south and stuff like yeah, that and yeah, like yeah. smaller towns yeah yeah, yeah that's like that's just their ideal life you know totally. it's like you just settle down with the person you meet when you're 19 and yeah. that's your life you crazy know? it's easier said than done obviously and i feel like it's not that accessible in a town like this when there's no. so much growth mm-hmm. it's just it's hard to imagine like sticking with someone from so young up until forever that's crazy in a town like this it's like it's family isn't like the number one priority here it's not like you move to LA and it's you think of big families and like that's no you go to LA and you're like hustlers fucking bothers because your kids are with nannies in LA (laughs) yeah no (laughs) literally exactly like the whole point of living here is like for personal growth and personal success like you yeah the individual here wants to succeed for themselves there's a certain amount of selfishness that you have in LA that and you also like you have to have in order to succeed properly like in order to become like like I've just like obviously being around certain people we've seen people have to make very selfish moves in Mm -hmm. order to make the next big thing in their life happen yeah Sometimes you have to let go of people. Sometimes you have to cross people, step over people. Yeah. Like, but that's just like, I can't really relate. <laughs> like as much as like, that's kind of like the LA mindset of people. Like, I feel like maybe, maybe being raised here, like kind of taught me mm-hmm. like how I want to be and how I don't want to be. Mm-hmm. I just can't really fuck with the fact of like stepping over someone or fucking yeah. over your friends or like doing something like that selfish to get you to the next place you want to be in. Well, no, and that's a I, lot of people here. It's that's, fucked up. that's certainly a lot of people here, but like, I think it's, 
there's people that value like their character above all like am yeah. i a good person yeah and if i've forgotten about that for even like a day like i'll i'll to- like torture myself the same way. for I'm it the same way, totally. and like i i couldn't i mean but that's the thing is have you done that like personality test like the the you think, i think you sent me one yeah i, pro- I probably was one? interested i sent you it to so, so many friends, people like, do this i want to see what I you are no i was so curious i was like i must see who all my friends are but um there, one of the questions was like, are, how, comfortable, how comfortable are you stepping over someone to get ahead? Or do you think that's okay? And so even just having that question on the test, I'm like, some people think it's okay. And some, yeah. and the people that think it's okay are probably very far ahead. I get, I, or people Jeff like, Bezos don't think it's okay, but they do it. highly agree, you know, for example. Yeah. But he's also like very successful. Like, you know, so there's, there's ways of going about it. It just depends how, what you value. And if you value like from a lot of power and getting to the, the highest point in your life career wise, you probably say that, yeah. but I don't value, I really don't. And maybe the same as I really don't value getting to the highest I'm the place exact same I can I'm be the exact same for way. what? Like I'm to be unhappy and have no friends and yeah. hate who I am. I'm the exact same like, way. I don't get that. I'd rather have humble success with things. I like to do things that are things that, that are true to me truly as to well. And not happy, like, make you thrive. Yeah. yeah. Not like fitting into like what everyone thinks I should Social do. Norm, and it's not really yeah. me. And I just want to w- all things authentic to to how I feel because mm-hmm. and even if it's in small scale because I know that's gonna make me happy at the end of the day and people people come to LA being like I'm gonna get it all like that's yeah, that's their main famous. yeah like, they don't know what it takes to be famous and then yeah. once you get to that point what it feels like to yeah. you like internally and like how it makes other people feel around you and your fa- and like the the things it makes you do yeah to other people and the way it makes you act and like you don't even realize because once you hit that point you're like I'm just being me. What do you mean? Like yeah. more so getting defensive and being understanding of like how you've changed yeah. and how you started to treat the people around you. Mm-hmm. But I'm the same way in the sense of like, like I only really truly like to do things like even with social brands, social yeah. media deals. We're the same way. Like, yeah. We don't want to take a bunch of brand deals and like no offense yeah. to like people, people who that, like yeah. make their living and make hella money. Off I respect media. it. I'm like Mad fucking respect. go. Anyone yeah. who's hustling, making yeah. their money, Absolutely. like crushing it. Fuck yeah. Like that's amazing yeah. for them. But for me personally, I just like... And I don't know if that comes from a family mm-hmm. that, like, has been in the limelight and, like, has done whatever they need to do to, like, get there mm-hmm. and has had, like, a really rocky road up and down that path. Yeah. I learned from that. I think that's that. part of it, maybe. Totally. I think you would, be, I, you would have to that. factor it in, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I just, like, don't want to do anything that isn't authentic to who I am. Yeah. And, like, I feel like that's that's special mm-hmm. in a town like this because we're in a town and surrounded by people who will do anything for a dollar who yeah. will do anything for money including girls who are out here like yeah like doing some dumb shit like weird <laughs> shit with like guys and whatever yeah. like yeah. you know we're surrounded by like yeah such shit like i remember someone asked me like what are the most important things to me um and like me and my happiness were like the top yeah. three mm-hmm. and like family even though family is like frustrating and toxic at times like yeah. i love like love and mm-hmm. people and connections and like loyalty and like some ride or die type shit yeah with so. your family like with because i know you're not particularly close with your dad but yeah. like you love your dad and you still have a relationship with your dad and so how do you like how did you navigate that like how did you like still stay in contact with your dad your whole life and like always like yeah he maybe he like like you know what i mean like i get it but like yeah. but that but i <laughs> but that's something that like i could probably like learn from you from is like how to do that you know because I, I know you deal with similar situations as of but, like but I deal recently with it maybe too. not in the best way and maybe because I, yeah. I I don't think like the way I do things is the best way it because it, it most of the time isn't there's always better ways to deal with life and so 
when I see someone who's in a similar situation where it's like you're not like particularly close with like your parents, but you've always kept a relationship with your dad. Yeah. I wasn't the same. And I don't know if I that's, know, know. you know, so that's, but it's interesting to me that you've been able to do that. And how do you, I feel like you have a higher tolerance. I just like, I don't have family. Like mm-hmm. I don't have so long story short, my dad's side of the family, we got disconnected when I was young because of something internally that happened within our family that was like super inappropriate and super just like, I think I told you, but wait, what? my I cousin, him, but what was it? Remember? And he was like, <laughs> <laughs> bro, I do not remember this. Can we just leave that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. No. And was sending me all these messages like I'm actually not related to I'm, a, I'm related to like this queen Elizabeth the blah 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 and like, he, like I, I love there? you like tweeting yeah no everyone I've been with like partner wise is like also known about it because he'll tweet us wait he's still around he's still I no no, no. He, I think he dropped it a while ago mm-hmm. but I don't know what the fuck happened but pretty much one of my closest cousins in my family ended up getting stronger feelings for me. Uh, than what was like an incestual inappropriate yeah, yeah incest okay. shit bro and he was like my <laughs> closest cousin it was it was fucked up and I don't, I don't want to get too much into detail about it because yeah. it's like very very dark and very personal yeah. but because he crossed a line and was like sending me messages like I want to be with you I love you blah blah the shit my dad like was like fuck this bro like mm-hmm. w- if you come near my daughter my cousin passed a couple years ago, mm-hmm. and he, my dad went to the funeral, and there, he, my cousin again, apparently, was like, I want to go to L.A. and find Josie, blah, blah. Was he, was he okay mentally? Like, I don't know. I haven't seen him yeah. in person at all since That's like any of this started. That's, very, just so inappropriate, and apparently, that just screams that you have something wrong with Apparently, you. he used to dabble with hallucinogenics, Okay, which... Did he have, like, schizophrenia, and it kind of triggered that? I No one really found out, like, what happened about it. I think I dis- – disconnect, bro. Yeah. Like, the second shit gets, like, inappropriate and weird, I'm just like, what? <laughs> that, and no, I was that's also, like, dating people. Reaction, I was with Mike. Yeah. I was, like, yeah. dating in relationships, and this was they were like, what the fuck? And I was like, yeah, this has been a thing for, like, three, four years now. Yeah. But, okay, regardless, uh, that happened, and – disconnected me from the entire side of the family because they still took him in and they were like understanding and they were like yeah they like and didn't think he was absolutely batshit and I, I was mean, like I kind Ew. of get that side like if my son for example was like doing that to like yeah it's inappropriate but I'm not gonna abandon my kid you know it's like okay let's yeah. fix let's figure this out you know like why are you being this yeah crazy? also I know that yeah. he like lived with them for a while like I was just a mess of situation going back to the original question what was it? <laughs> like how how do you how do you remain oh, keep close? The yeah, like how, like do I just don't have family no, at all. No, I have like, like no one. Did you ever have times like because this is what I've noticed? Like, do you ever have times where you're like, this isn't like what a family is? You know what I'm sure <sighs> My that's whole life. that's My and whole I know I already bro. know the answer. I know yeah. that it's like that. It, so that's what puzzles me because like and I that's why I think you have a bigger like a stronger tolerance than me because. I have noticed, like, I can't, I just can't tolerate having no respect. Like, and I felt mm. like maybe I wasn't getting respect from my, I don't know what it was, but like, with I'm you, in that place right now with yes. my dad. So how, right now. how can you like, like love someone and continuously talk to someone and like have someone in your life that gives you so much pain? Like, how can you do that? I think I definitely have a higher tolerance for bullshit because I have no family. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm an only child. I don't have any family I'm close with. And I know that family, like, you have one mom, you have one dad. And no matter what they put me through, I respect the fact that they are my parents and that 
I would rather have them in my life to an extent than not at all because I don't have anyone yeah. like truly like you know like yeah growing up when I like needed them and yeah. wanted them and like wanted family because I was like young that I had a higher tolerance but now for example like my dad's been going on a fucking rampage on Twitter <laughs> calling out Logan calling out Jake calling out like just just being so like selfishly Is he, like, embarrassing though, or, like... I have no idea he's blocked <laughs> right now to be completely honest like we haven't spoken so me and Logan split a little mm-hmm. bit ago, and my dad, uh, I went and spent Thanksgiving with my dad, and also me and Logan split was, like, so friendly. We mm-hmm. just, like, didn't necessarily see a future with what we had there yeah. at the time. Granted, yeah. we're, like, fine now. Yeah. But, <laughs> um, it's normal. Yeah. Everyone, like, goes Yeah, we that. just, like, went through some shit, and, but, like, also, I don't know where we're at exactly right now, mm-hmm. but we love each other, and we're, like, trying to You're find a respectable place. Yeah. yeah, we're just finding a, a respectable place. Also, he has a lot going on with his fight coming up. He has training camp. Like, I'm just trying to be supportive and be what he needs in a partner, and I think vice versa, so yeah. we're just kind of, like, figuring shit out. But... My dad's just been, like, going crazy on Twitter, and he hasn't, like, normally if a dad wanted to, like, start fake Twitter beef or whatever, mm-hmm. he'd be like, hey, do you mind if I, like, call out your boyfriend and call him weak and this and that for, like, I attention? Love how you're like, just, like, did he ask in the past? No. I love how you're like, no. see, like, when a dad wants to start Twitter beef, like, it's normal, like, not, um, that's my normal <laughs> no, no, I know, yeah. And I just, like, like, again, when it comes back to character and integrity, like, I don't fuck with, like, those selfish moves that like it's just embarrassing like yeah. what are you doing father <laughs> dad help explain to me please why are you being this way do no, you do, will you text him and be like what what the fuck i is went this? off i ripped him a new asshole <laughs> and what is like what's his defense he's like i'm a grown man you won't tell me what i can and cannot say and like That's i know he isn't being malicious yeah. but i am a part of him and my career is a part of him Mm -hmm. because of the last name and the Mm -hmm. family aspect and whatever it is so like when he goes off and starts this whole like twitter rampage it's all over tmz and all over the place i'm just like embarrassed so like where i stand with it all it's like as of right now when he crossed the line of being selfish and embarrassing me calling out someone that i'm still very close with and i know it's like maybe not malicious but it's still like you're still saying very hurtful things like he came at logan's dad tweeting pictures and saying shit Like, I don't fuck with that fake internet shit. Yeah. Like, I just, like, do not care. I don't need press. I don't need publicity. I don't care to be famous. I don't care for attention. Mm -hmm. So when my dad goes out of his way... Also, like, you are low-key, like, a legend in some ways. Like, Mm -hmm. why do you need to do this and, like, lower yourself to this extent of, like, fake Twitter, I'll fight Logan Paul any day. Like, ew. Yeah. I just, like, hate it. And so I told him to, like, stop doing it and delete it. And he was like... I'll never stop. Like, <laughs> dude, I'm just like, <laughs> fine. Then like, I won't speak to you as long as you're yeah. doing this and bringing in my personal life mm-hmm. and my relationship to your social media for attention and for money and for clout, whatever you want to yeah. say. I have no respect for that. Yeah. So do not speak to me as long as this is like where your perspective is at in yeah. your life. That's so, what I notice. It's like, as soon as the respect is gone for a parent, it it's is. goodbye. Like it's yeah. like, that's what's, and I feel like maybe you respected your dad more growing up because he was like a legend. He had all these things behind him that are respectable. I was you young. Know? I didn't understand like what he was doing. And like, I just loved him because he was my dad. Yeah. And like, all I ever heard anywhere I went was like, your dad, your yeah, dad. Yeah, no, that was, would, like, I could I totally. Like, I don't know who this guy is. Like, <laughs> I don't know anything about this guy really. Yeah. Like, but I, but no, I've been like, with tried. you so many times where it's like, 
Joe Canseco, your dad's Jose. And they freak out and yeah, you're just like, I don't, like, I don't know what no, to I'm say. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, but I do love him and I understand him and I understand him in a way that a lot of people don't from the outside looking in. For sure. And, um, and he is, he's a big teddy bear. Like he's a lover and he might be a hard ass and very stubborn, but I just like the, the older I get and the, and the more I realize how hard it is to, to maneuver life yeah. and to like make a living for yourself and put food on your own table, much less someone else's, the more I understand how hard that can be, mm-hmm. the more I have sympathy for, for my parents yeah. and, and, and the sacrifices they made during my childhood to like keep the fucking bills and the lights yeah. going and you yeah. know what I mean? Like shit like that. So I'm just a little, I'm empathetic, probably a little too empathetic to the point where like I probably should have you know, lay the, like, yeah. lay the law down a couple times. But for the most part, I'm just like, do what you got to do. Like, I love you. You're my parent. Maybe we're not speaking right now, but, like, I'll always love you. I'll always yeah. be there for you. Like, I love my dad to death. Love him to death. Like, mm-hmm. I understand him. Do I do I approve of what he's doing right now for money? No, because yeah. it's embarrassing me. It's dragging yeah. me into it. My, like, Logan, I love Logan to death. Like, just keep us out of your yeah. – he's using Logan for clout. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. come on, my fucking yeah. boyfriend or whatever. Yeah. Like, whatever he is right now. Yeah. Um, so it's hard sometimes. It's hard. Mm-hmm. And, it, and sometimes you have to bite the bullet yeah. to be better, to have a relationship with your family, even if they're doing shit that you don't approve of. And I know you've had to do that multiple mm-hmm. times, like in yeah. multiple scenarios. Mm-hmm. Um, but it depends how much you value family. Yeah. Well, that's... You, and you also have your sister, like well, you have your friends. The, that, well, I've, I, I'm not close with my family and like, and with my mom or my dad. And I'm, I'm getting closer with my sister now, but there was never like the thing of like, which I admire about you. And I know that this, I'm doing this wrong. Okay. I've known since I was a kid, I'm doing this wrong. And, and, but I can't help it. What do you think you're doing wrong? Exactly. There's a part of me that's like, I don't need family. I don't need it. Like, and, and I've learned to live without needing them. Cause I have, I've never needed them. Never since I was a child. Like once I found out like they weren't going to be there as much as I wanted them to be, I was like, okay, figure it out. Like you, and you did similar things. You, and that's why you're so independent. That's why I'm independent as well. Cause you don't get the, very independent yeah very and so- independent. <laughs> honestly probably more than i am you're more independent than i am I mean, I, it's hard for me to go completely alone like that's yeah. why i feel like i bounce around from like things to things with yeah. guys sometimes because i always like someone to talk to yeah like, anyone someone to text like to keep my mind off things yeah but you're better at that yeah you're like well, solid as fuck but that's that. the thing it's not better like that's not like what i'm doing isn't necessarily what you should be doing like i'm blocking out all sources of love blocking out the emotions is what i've noticed like, yeah. about myself and what people have pointed out to me they're like I was even talking to someone the other day and like and it was Tana and she was just like so you're just like block you just like don't want any connection in your life and we go like, numb you and I go numb yeah when things I get too difficult and too like disrespectful that. we're yeah. just like fuck it go numb we yeah. have the ability to detach and go numb and at times I'm like I love that quality about myself yeah. because it avoids so much hurt and yeah. pain and emotion that I don't have time to feel and I don't really want to feel yeah but I feel like I've learned that it can be unhealthy for the long-term relationship. So I'm trying to find a way of balancing it. But like we've been, we've, been, we've both been through like so much shit, like whether it's family, friendships, relationships that we mm-hmm. just like shit gets rough, like boss up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. just boss the fuck up, do what you have to do, go numb. And like, we have to make, we're both, we both have been supporting ourselves mm-hmm. for so long. Yeah. Since we were what, 17, 18, yeah. completely supporting ourselves. Yeah. So like, we don't really have time to sit around and be like, sad and like mope around and like be depressed yeah. over a boy like yeah. fuck no not over yeah. a boy like yeah. over family who did us wrong like fuck no like yeah. we gotta pay for our own bills and our own shit so yeah you know you just have to draw a line and now that we're well that's what i've noticed about you it's like you you 
I I've noticed like so many of your skills and things you've acquired are because you didn't have an option not to do it. Yeah. And that's what happens. You, option, you, so you, you strengthen yourself when you actually don't have a crutch to fall back on and yeah. you didn't have it. Yeah. And I didn't have Ever. it, but we, str- but that's we strengthened we didn't have certain a net. things. Like yeah. a lot of these people in the industry or maybe not a lot of people in the industry, but a lot of people in general, in life, yeah. maybe have a net to fall back onto if they don't like work their absolute yeah. hardest at what they're doing. And we never had that. So we were mm-hmm. just like, we know their other option, but to go out and fucking work our yeah. asses off. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I, I want to adapt more your take on it of like, they're my parents. I love them. And they'll always be there for me. Like I, I'm just like, also like a love, like I can't help, but like, I have this very like numb boss side that I can bring out if I need to. Mm -hmm. Cause I've learned how to create that, um, I guess alter ego. You Mm -hmm. could say what I need to, to protect myself. Like I've always had to protect myself. Mm -hmm. You've always had to protect yourself. So we naturally have this like, fuck that mm-hmm. like numb thing but also like deep down inside for me personally i'm just like such a little like lover yeah like totally. I lo- i'm just like such a lover like i pull this romantic head on my arm mm-hmm. like i love relationships i love people i love those like undeniable connections that you find mm-hmm. with people and partners and yeah. like i i just i love love mm-hmm. so i think i have maybe i don't know bro i'm psycho <laughs> No, you're not. You you really are. I'm either like all the way left, like numb yeah. bitch, or I'm just like all the way right, like I think that's, me. I think that's more normal than you think. <laughs> Literally, to be honest, you know. Is it? Yeah. Paradox. It's normal. It's it's really Literally. normal with guys because guys build so many defense mechanisms for their feelings. I'm so like a guy. Yeah. No, I think we're <laughs> like both like guys in the spectrum of like of because like girls can be very emotional yeah. or they can build a wall and yeah. we're, we've kind of like gone to this side a little bit which tends to be more masculine mm-hmm. to to a Especially with relationships to, if yeah. you don't fuck with someone to feelings just like, we have more of a, a masculine approach to feelings where yeah. we can shut them off if we if we know we have to yeah because it hurts too much or whatever it is and guys do that a lot it's we like just very don't common. have time like i just <laughs> i don't have the don't time have to time. feel <laughs> we don't have time we have a lot of time. We have a lot of time, but not time for that. Yeah, yeah. Never. It's just too much. It's We're just, very similar in that way. Yeah, we, we are. Yeah, with emotions. Yeah. We're, no, like, there's certain things that I definitely like overlap with, but like that's. But I, yeah, I. It's back to what I was saying of like I feel like you're doing it right in the sense that like, um, I don't you, you have you just respect your parents I think more than I do. I don't think I I think that and that's. I don't know if respect is the right word because I I think. Not to be an asshole or, like, even yeah. say this uh, out of context or inappropriately. I don't – respect isn't necessarily the right word. It's just, like, understanding compassion. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of things that my parents have done that I don't respect. Like, I'm yeah. very, very different in certain ways from from both my parents. But I have compassion for what they've had to go through yeah. in their lifetime and what they've had to go through to put me in the position I'm in. Like, yeah. I also, like – not that I wouldn't be here without my parents because, yeah. like – you know, I also bossed <laughs> up and did this shit on my own. Like, <laughs> but like, I, for, yeah. I, I, I love and appreciate so much what they've done and what they've sacrificed to put me in a position to where I even had the ability to be here, to be able yeah. to do what I could do. Do you think though, like having that kind of pressure of like, you have like a famous parent and like, they have kind of like this like legendary status. Like, do you think that like, if you didn't have that, you'd be a complete, like a weaker girl or you'd be less confident or like, how do you think that's helped you? Or you can say it hasn't at all, but like if you, if it has, where do you think it is? I think it, I, I, it's a good question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
it's definitely made me a bit of a hard ass. Mm -hmm. It's definitely made me more uh, driven. Would you say or no? Driven, because I love to prove people wrong. That's what that's I what love I mean. Most people, people don't wrong. have that. I must people prove doubt someone me. wrong. Like that's not normal for most people. Yeah, you know? I also like growing up when I was like eighteen, nineteen. I was like, I wanted to keep our name positive. There's a lot of people who think my family name is negative and like think mm-hmm. my dad is like a snitch and this and that for the book. Like very controversial, love or hate type of guy. Yeah, and I was like. I'm going to make our name strong. I'm going to keep it positive and I'm going to live up and like prove all these people wrong. And also people thought that like I couldn't do it. Yeah. Like I made, a, you know, some mistakes in my past that were like, oh, she's not going to do shit. She's going to do that. Blah, blah, blah. She'll never get like the VS show. Yeah. And I was like, fuck you. Watch me fucking <laughs> run this shit. Yep. And I think having him as my dad and just having the upbringing I had definitely made me tough. And it gave me that like that backbone that like that numb kind of like I don't have time for this we have to work yeah. we have to focus we get our shit done like a winning attitude or yeah, yeah. just like just like fucking hungry yeah like if I, I I hate like the one thing for me that I hate whether it's travel or career or work whatever it is I hate feeling stagnant mm-hmm. I love being brought on my comfort zone more than anything and I hate feeling stagnant if I don't work for a week I'm like what the fuck's going on like calling my <laughs> agents like what's going on what this isn't that yeah. like I just like I love working that kind of lit the fire for you. Yeah. Having yeah. like having your dad be that was just like, okay, I'll fucking show you. I can do this too. And I can do yeah. it. I can. Yeah. And also I just too, like, like clearing your mentality. name, like clearing your family name. Like that's even a crazier situation to be in and a crazier pressure. It's like, okay, I have this name and it might not be in the most positive light. And it's not just like, I have a famous parent. You're like, I actually want to change the way my family last name's perceived. That's even deeper. And that's yeah. even, that's a lot more pressure, I think, than just like having like some random like actress mom be your mom. You know what I mean? Yeah, Like yeah. it's like you, yeah, yeah. you're it's actually trying to, to make your family name better. It's yeah. interesting. I feel like my upbringing was when he wrote his book. Mm-hmm. So When did my he write his book? Oh, fuck, I don't even like know how, how old would you kind of if you one, were okay six okay five six seven around that time he wrote his book and the book is the is kind of the main thing that made people hate him so like growing up my entire life I was bullied for it like mm. heavily like bullied for it and called out and I was always Conseco's daughter the snitch's daughter blah 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 yeah. and I got well there's I, your hard shell That's yeah what, right dude, away like, yep right away I'm like fuck you <laughs> you're like <laughs> get away <laughs> yep literally like literally a hard shell <laughs> Um, and I just like had to fucking go numb to it or else mm-hmm. I would have like, ended it's up too much pain. Like, That's really a lot. going to a deep place. Yeah. And like, I've been in deep places before and I've felt worthless and I've, and I've gone to places that are even embarrassing to speak about with myself and how I felt about myself, my family, like the way I was perceived. Like my dad was like really hated, yeah. really, really hated for a while, for a majority of my life is a lot of the things like I'd be walking with my dad and fucking... Universal Studios or a movie theater or whatever we go and do like a bowling alley and they'd be like fucking snitch fucking yeah. idiot blah blah, blah this and, that. and I'd crazy. be like what did I mean dad <laughs> I was like so young and I was just like what <laughs> and and he was just like I'll tell you one day when you're older and now that I'm older I like finally know the whole fucking story yeah. and I'm just like damn like I get it but also like so I have this 33 tattoo yeah on my finger um, it was my dad's number pretty much his entire career. And it was like his little like angel number. I remember because my address in LA was, was 3333. And I remember like, you're, you're like, soulmate. shut the fuck up. This is your address? And yeah. I was just like, yeah. And you're like, it's we're, we're going to be friends. We're yeah. Just for life. <laughs> yeah. You were literally. 
my best my best woman. Maid of honor. My best woman. <laughs> Same I don't shit. Know any wedding terms at all. I'm so not ready. We have time. We have time. Um, but yeah. So this is Ember's whole career, and like, I feel like I get that empathy and compassion. Um, and it just means like, if my dad can go through what he went through and get like all like the death threats and the hate and and if I can go through all like the controversial bullshit that we've been going through and he can get through that and so live his life like not care what people think and like yeah. I can as well and I can come out stronger like mentally and like yeah. I don't know it's just a reminder to like just fucking be yourself because yeah. who gives a fuck. The you know? older I get, the more I understand you because I don't think I completely understood you as like 16 year old me. I just thought you were like a really strong girl who like didn't give a shit about what people thought. And I like was like, how does she do that? And then also, too, I was like, is that necessarily the right way? Like at yeah. 16, I question. I don't, I don't know. But I'm that's that. No, but that's so. the thing. And so as I've gotten older, I respect that quality about you more and more because I, I was more of like a people pleaser but and mm-hmm. I realize that doesn't actually help you it yeah. really doesn't and like if you're a good person then it's fine but you really should have a part of you I really b- will believe this and like will say this till I die that does not give a fuck about what anyone thinks yeah. unless you're a dick and doing that it's bad but if you're if you're living your life and doing that that's perfect and that's what you did by yourself is a complete waste of time I agree like but that's something you honestly kind of taught me in a really? sense yeah no seriously <laughs> seriously though, I'm just so happy to hear you had it younger than I had it and like I didn't I understand didn't how was, you though. but I'd well like, it was it was all of this like I didn't grow up with like a dad like that or like yeah. having people like call my dad on the street and stuff like I, that's like pretty gnarly to go through and most people won't ever understand that yeah. even having like a famous parent that's one thing but having like a, a controversial parent is like a whole other set of weight on a child that's very confusing to them and like you block out certain and that's that's where you learned I don't care like this is if I care I'm I mean, going I, to it, eat yeah. myself up and it's going yeah. to ruin and me I went so through you have that. to learn yeah. literally not to care in order to survive and that's what you did yeah and, and that's what I feel like I've gotten from you I love years. that <laughs> I love that I love that I'm happy that I mean I just I didn't know that you ever took something from me that helped you grow as a person yeah. or understand a different perspective like I feel like that makes me so happy to know that you gained a different perspective on life and family and yeah. love and just like looking out at people. Yeah. From something that I could have provided yeah. to you. Well, just you, by like being yeah. like a You always want to learn from like lady. the people around you and there's like, and there's so much to learn. You don't like they, people always will have something you can like gain from and like your understanding of your parents and compassion for your parents is probably something I could probably utilize more with like my mom maybe not my dad my dad's I like I love him but 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 like like, yeah it it was different than I think your dad my dad just doesn't have empathy for others or compassion for others so it's kind of a dead end of like you can't get through there so I like canceled it out but for my mom I think that I could learn from you and just understanding her more instead of judging her of like why didn't you do this like I, I went through that too though like you go yeah. through the phases of like judging because you don't understand but the more I'm just like damn like this shit must have been hard because my mom yeah. raised me specifically like she was younger than me in LA with a little kid I'm just like dude yeah I cannot yeah. fucking imagine having a kid <laughs> I'm patient I've learned to be patient yeah though. it took a while and it, it like at the end of the day like 
Logan makes fun of me for saying this because it's like you say that when you have nothing to say, but like it is what it is. <laughs> like sometimes I'm just like it is what it say. is. He's just like you just say that when you have nothing to say. I'm like there's nothing to fucking say. Like it is what it is. Like sometimes yeah. things they are what they are, and you have to either accept them and move forward in a strong manner or you can sit back and just be like oh but like this is bringing me down and like yeah use them as excuses yeah to, for, as to why you're not pushing yourself forward or growing mm-hmm. or succeeding or this and that like fuck that like just yeah you know saying it is what it is is pretty much like stop being a little bitch and accept it that's like, that's what, like, it is side, like it is what it is yeah <laughs> but then, like fuck it <laughs> that's, that's what's underneath that is just like okay get over it and accept it it is yeah. what it is you know but with I guess another thing I'm curious about with you is is how is it like kind of putting your whole relationship now in public eyes? Like, how is that? Because I don't know many people who do that. It's pretty exclusive to, like, YouTube. It's not, like, even, like, reality shows. Like, reality yeah. shows, like, it shows, like, a sliver. My but family YouTube, relationship. No, no, I'm talking about Logan. Okay. Like, how is that? Are you... Are we talking about Logan? We can yeah, okay. of course, of course. Of course. Um, but... But it's interesting to me because I don't know many people that do what you do, which is like post their full relationship online. Like, how is that like? So. Like how? Because you didn't <laughs> used to do that either. Like you had like you had public relationships, but not to this extent. I mean, to be honest, like I've only really had three relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had one, one relationship in high school that was like very like puppy love type yeah. thing. Like first get it we over barely even saw each other yeah. he lived out in the valley i was like over by the beach and then i had mike which was like my first like real love like four years like head over heels like traveled the world together he was touring musician this and that blah blah like i fall in love with like my best friends so naturally if we spend every second together as best friends yeah. we're bound to post things of each other yeah put stories up have it be connected that we're together whatever it may be yeah it's like you're having a following and like yeah, passion makes like, you want to share. I don't mind with the world. sharing. Yeah, no, yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I don't mind sharing. So I had Mike, uh, I had Brody who I dated for maybe like three or four months, which mm-hmm. was like great. Like I think Brody's incredible. Like have mm-hmm. so much love for him. I understand him a lot and like things he's been through. Um, obviously it didn't work out, but that was kind of public also naturally. Mm-hmm. I think it was kind of inevitable for that to be public. Um, and then Logan, we just like, Logan, I'm, like, fucking in love with. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, like, you're so cute, smile. <laughs> yeah, I just, like, we just fucking love each other, mm-hmm. like, so much. Like, we are just so, we're so similar, but we're also so different. And I think that what's beautiful about us is that I bring something to the table that he lacks and that he brings something to the table that I lack. And therefore, we, like, it's like a puzzle piece. Yeah. You know what I mean? How someone just, like, kind of, like, completes the things mm-hmm. you need in a way. It's hard public because me and Logan haven't been the most stable relationship publicly i guess yeah. and like his fan base is fucking like gnarly like mm-hmm. die hard like they pay attention to everything every post every story every location this and that so it's harder with him i've never been in a relationship publicly to this extent um and it's definitely hard because naturally when we were first together and he was posting me like in his vlogs and stuff like we were like super duper public yeah but also i made the decision to be a part of his life and that at the time that was his life he was a vlogger he was a youtuber he was like famous entertainer entrepreneur and i was like if i want to be with this guy and be with him during the day and and really connect with him naturally i'm probably gonna be part of his vlogs because i didn't at first we weren't public i was coming over at night like at like 10 o'clock the typical we were dating he was vlogging all day Mm -hmm. he would vlog all this stuff vlog all of his life and this and that and like we weren't public we were together but we weren't public yet so i was just like Eventually, I was like, yeah, I'd I, I love a little bit more of a relationship than 
you know, just coming over every night at 10 o'clock just to see you. Yeah. And we built and we accommodated and we built to that. It became public a little bit. Um, he agreed and he was just like down. Even going through that like small break though, like yeah. going from like a big public relationship where you're putting like all out on the line and you're kind of just like, ah, fuck it. You know, like why not? So like, does it, did it hit you ever at certain points of like, like, and you can say no, like you could literally yeah, be like, no, it was always fine. And that might be the truth. Cause I don't know. But like, was there ever points where you're like, why the fuck did I just do this? Or like, or like, why did I put so much of me online? Like, I, I actually don't know the truth to this question, you know? Yeah. Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> I, I love just you like, so much. <laughs> I love you. Um, I didn't really. The thing is, is, like, I don't really regret much because I know that everything I've been through, I've grown from. Yeah. Like, naturally, like, whether it was relationship with Logan, like, family shit we talked about, whatever it is. Yeah. Like, I literally grew from it so much. This is what I'm talking about, the resilience. Like, you're like, so like, resilient. Most people, you don't, I don't think you see it for, for what it is. You're very resilient. I've actually never really? seen you in a point where I'm, like, that's what, the, that's what I started with. Like, I never worry for you. Like, if you were, if you were someone else I knew in your exact shoes, I would worry for them more but you just like roll with it and you just like don't see the negatives and you don't see even this quality about yourself as something special but it is it's really cool and i think it's something you should take note of like really much, like, you can just like <laughs> fuck it. you you don't let anything like get you can maybe for a well, second boys but specifically you don't. yeah no, i am not gonna like stress at all and maybe that's like a thing with my dad and like yeah. something i've just like I just, like, when it comes, there are so many fucking guys out there. And, like, don't get me wrong. Like, like I love Logan, and I respect him so much, and I'm so loyal to him and so, like, just with him. Like, yeah. I am his. You know what I mean? So, like, when I find that person, I am, like, the best lover, the best companion, the best partner. Like, but in general, like, if you want to, you know, play games and do me wrong, like, I'm not going to fucking stress because yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be good. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, for multiple reasons, like, I'm going to be okay. Um, but going through that break or whatever it is, I don't even know, he might get mad at me for getting into this, <laughs> but going through that for me and having it be so public was definitely, cause it, you know, you, you have the breakup and then you have the, the commentary online, yeah. which is like social media is a massive part of our generation. It's a massive yeah. part of our job, our day to day. So when shit pops it's off, like it's like all in your comments. It's like a person in your life you have to deal yeah. with. Yeah. It's not like yeah. something, it's, it's, it's real. It's, yeah. it's pretty significant. Like yeah. more than we actually think it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just tough because when you break up and you think you're done and you think things are done with because we have that, you know, mm -hmm. mentality that's just like, like when I'm done, I'm done. Yeah. And like I thought, I thought I was done. Like mm -hmm. I truly was like. Yeah, you did. Yeah. I thought I was just like, yeah, I don't want to go back to that, blah, blah, whatever it may be. And, you know, one thing led to another and we slowly started after like a month of us being broken up, we kind of slowly started to talk more and like build. And we just like at the end of the day, it also made us a lot stronger, yeah. I think. But we just like kind of realized like we love each other. And as much as you can like logistically think how you're meant to be with someone and what you want, like yeah. you don't get to choose who you fall in love with typically. Yeah. You don't really get to like choose how much you love them. Sometimes you just love people and you fall in love and like that's it yeah it, it was difficult it was just weird because like my entire breakup everyone was on my channel or like my page or Instagram yeah. or whatever being like where's Logan where's Logan yeah da, 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 that's, da. that's why like, I asked dude like, like this, this is a whole other factor you have to bring yeah. into like 
breaking up with someone that most yeah. people don't no one ever has to think oh my comments in my like in my comment section are gonna be like where is this guy and that's why i ask because that's exclusive to people in public relationships yeah that i don't really have to deal with my mind i just like have that thing in me where i'm just like i don't care yeah no and like, that's that i, I love fucking it care. everyone's like where's logan where's this and like at times like i have my moments <laughs> you really region. don't i really love that like you <laughs> really don't give a fuck <laughs> like it's because, amazing like, I had been through worse, dude. I had been through an actual bad breakup that brought up characteristics of myself that I was disappointed in. Yeah. Like the way I like moved on from Mike, the way I instantly was like finding acceptance and attention from like any other guy was like, I didn't like that about myself at all. And I did that. And I have a habit of doing that. Mm-hmm. I think maybe a lot of girls, what habit? maybe like, like a habit. Well, of, no, like, just move- like the second, like you had come out of a bad breakup and you feel like shit, you find acceptance from another man Yeah, or that's find very attention. Common. That's maybe that's daddy. I don't know what it is. Like it could be part of daddy issues. It could be part of like just seeking acceptance and attention. How would you define like your, like, I hate the term daddy issue. Like it's just, I hate, it it's, I hate the word daddy <laughs> in general now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. It's just like, it's now it's turned like sexual. That's just ruined the word for me. It's like burned the word for me. Yeah, but me too. Completely. How, how would you like, like, if you think about it, like what kind of like things like with guys, like what have you noticed it kind of brought into your dynamic? Is it like you feel like you always have to be with a guy? Is that like kind of what was left over from that relationship? I think, again, I I hate to say it like pertains to like daddy issues Mm because I don't know if that's what it is, but I think there has to be some factor in the fact that like parents play such a huge role in who we are that we don't even, yeah. So it, it, you, though we want it not to be like solely our parents fault of why we are the way we are. And it's not. But a huge portion of why we are the way we are happens to be with our, how we are with our mother and how we are with yeah. our father, you know? I find myself, I can't believe I'm even admitting this. <laughs> Maybe it's this glass of wine. <laughs> I always like to have someone to talk to. Okay. Like I naturally, and I think and it has this to be about a guy? me. I mean, well, no, no, I, I definitely like when I was younger. Yes. When okay. I was younger and I went through like emotional, emotional turmoil and like relationship shit and whatever. I like always loved having a guy like as soon as like I broke up with my ex of four years, I was just like, I wanted someone to talk to you. Like I felt lonely. I felt because I didn't really have family. Like my dad was never really there. Like mm-hmm. my mom was always kind of in and out, I guess, in a way. Yeah. And I just like wanted someone to talk to. Like, I don't know if it was acceptance or attention or, fe- or like talking to someone who like loved me or like mm-hmm. thought so highly of me and told me everything I wanted to hear when yeah. I was low. Well, I used to have was- a bad habit of that, like a yeah. really bad habit of like having a thing uh, and a thing and a thing and a thing and not even like sleeping with these guys at all or doing anything, yeah. but just like talking to someone who it was like, like love told me what I wanted validation. to hear. Yeah. Yeah. If you're not getting yeah. it from your family, it sounds like you're like, okay, well I need it. Like this is something I need. I need this love and validation. Probably something that comes from like being this like hard, tough lonely person like yeah. deep down wanting someone to like connect with or talk yeah. to maybe yeah I'm assuming but I'm still figuring that out like have mm. I'm definitely like still figuring out you know my bad habits and think not even that they're bad habits but things that I've noticed in myself that aren't strong because at the end of the day I just want to be what would you say isn't strong I mean everyone has so many like Achilles heels but I mean what would you say yours are I think boys like at, what like, part of boys in, in a way like I think like having like always uh, needing a boy you mean 
Yeah, whether it's company or just, like, having someone to tell me what I want to hear mm-hmm. has always been nice. Validation. And, like, I think I keep that on my end at arm's reach. Because, yeah. like, for me, like, I'm still that, like, kind of, like, numb girl. And it's very hard for me to, like, catch real feelings for someone. But I kind of move like a guy in the sense of, like... You do. I move yeah. like a guy, <laughs> really bro. Do. I move yeah. like a guy. And I'll, like, I'll have a thing with someone for, like, a week or two or, like, talk to them or, like, three weeks or yeah. whatever. And then I'll be, like, eh, <laughs> <Yeah>. next. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> <Yeah>. next. <laughs> Literally. Kind of like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm admitting this. No, um, no, I mean, it's, it, that's the thing though. It's just like, it's true. You yeah. Know? It's and like, I think it has, to, it has to do with some kind of family shit. Yeah. It has to do with some kind of dad issue. Well, not having him around sound, ever. Yeah. It sounds like you, you're craving the validation. Maybe your dad never gave you. I could be wrong. Like I don't, I'm not a psychologist. It, it could here. be. I don't fucking yeah. know either. Yeah. So I'm still like, I feel like that's why I'm so honest about it is because I have no idea uh, where it stems from. And I'm still on the path of figuring that out because I just, I love to like, analyze whether it's me or other people and figure out why people are the way they are and I mean maybe it's a daddy issue I I think I think we'd be naive to not like at least take that into account like accept that option yeah yeah Yeah. and there's so many yeah and there's so many ways to go about like not having like it's actually so common to not have like a strong father figure in the home. Like it's yeah. very common what that in that sense. Yeah. So it just affects people differently in the sense of like, oh they they feel like they because like many girls with daddy issues like will prance around with many guys because they they need the yeah. they need it because they never got it and it's not their yeah. fault it's just their it's a symptom of what happened to them you know and this yeah, is what they're yeah, dealing yeah. with and they don't totally. they don't have the tools or it's like they have daddy issues and then they <laughs> i fucking hate that term i hate it I li- I hate it's it. like it's like, I feel like poison it's really open-ended. coming out of my mouth it is and it's open-ended yeah. it's like daddy issues we all have other songs about it <laughs> i'm just like it's not also I don't know if ours are, like, to the extent of how brutal they can be on some people, like, yeah. internally. Yeah. Um, it's n- we're, No matter what our situation is, we know it's never the extent of what it could be. And yeah. That's what I, yeah, where I keep of perspective of, like, hey, relax. Also, Your problems like, boys are... boys are fucking fun. Yeah. Like, boys <laughs> are fun as fuck. Like, not gonna lie. Like, just, like, talking to boys, getting to know them, like, getting butterflies, like, talking, texting, whatever it may be. Yeah going on dates or just hanging out like having a couple of drinks together yeah. like boys are it's just fun, fun. I, I've also fun. always yeah. been friends with the boys like yeah, naturally same. I feel like I connect closer to guys with the mentality that I have and like always played sports like yeah. always had like a tougher mentality I don't yeah. really like talk shit and talk about drama and then like you have a that masculine chip in you that like yeah. helps you resonate with guys yeah I've yeah. always been cooler with guys like closer with guys like I always like I was like the only girl on my football team like in yeah. elementary middle school yeah like, just kind of like I don't know you're a toughness fuck with boys. yeah like yeah. boys are just cool as fuck boys are fun boys are fun to flirt with yeah I, I mean also, like a lot yeah. of boys are like assholes and they think yeah. they can like come around and like play you like no yeah no <laughs> you're like let me show you let me show you how this works <laughs> no I I think it's a good thing to be able to be friends with guys because I was always I always connected more with girls like because because that's just how it was but I always throughout since I was a baby was like friends with the guys because like we have very like similar sense of humor and we always want to do physical activities like like making forts and like and like 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 games and stuff like the girls weren't down to play with me but the guys would always be down yeah a little aggressive than most there's a little parts of us that we're like yeah the guys kind of get it but I I did connect more with girls because I I love girls more than guys but I always 
was like yeah, I feel I love I'm you. definitely like when it comes to friendships, I'm definitely a girl's girl. Yeah. Like I will never cross my girl for a boy. Yeah. I will never disrespect my girlfriends and like be fucked up, especially over a guy. Yeah. Ever. Like ever. Like those friendships are key to me. But that doesn't, you know, negate the fact that like boys are fun. Yeah. And like boys are like cool to like have things with. You know, like, yeah. there's girls and then there's boys. You gotta like dabble. Yeah. No, Explore. it's part of life <laughs> is like exploring and having yeah, fun. Yeah, exactly. I just don't take it too seriously. Yeah. There's a quote from Penny Lane. Uh, I know exactly. You know what the you're fucking quote yeah. from fucking almost. Famous. If you don't she's take like, it too seriously, you never get hurt. If you never get hurt, you always have fun. Is it that and if one? If you ever get bored, then you can go to like. Okay, okay wait, wait. We're thinking of two different Penny Lane quotes. No, 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 no. no. This is the one. This is, is the it one. the same? It's we're thinking of the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. I want to read the whole thing. No, I. It's funny that you bring this up because I was ready? thinking about this quote yesterday, Josie. I was this looking in the mirror. Quote. Wait, wait. This I was looking quote. in the mirror and I was like, Charlotte, like, because someone brought to my attention that I don't like ever want to like feel deeply about things. Yeah, and I, I was like, but why do I want to do that? And it's like, because I just want to have fun. fun. I just want to have fun, and I don't want to feel things so Literally. painfully. And I was like, and I thought of that quote where it's like, okay, I can say it. Penny Lane said in Almost Famous, <laughs> I'm fucking dying. I always tell the girls, never take it seriously. If you never take it seriously, you never get hurt. You never get hurt. You always have fun. And if you ever get lonely, just go to the record store and visit your friends. It's, it's just like, we're so young. That, like, if shit doesn't work out, we're good. We're yeah. fine. Like, and it's okay to feel deeply. And like, I grow a lot from like heartbreak and relationships. Yeah. And I like, just think if you just like know that everything's going to be okay. And you don't take things too seriously. And you just like go with the flow. Things end up better for you always like I feel like for everyone it'll always work itself out it'll always be okay it'll always end up how it's supposed to be I think everything yeah. happens for a reason um obviously more like kind of a spiritual yeah person and I don't know I just I just like go with the flow and like yeah. just have an optimistic perspective and like I view things and I try to view things in a beautiful way and I and instead of focusing on the negative you grow from it everything yeah. you go through heartbreak yeah. whatever it may be you let it better you now that I'm thinking about it also it's like what is not okay I have to okay? pee really bad I have to pee too should we take an intermission <gasps> can we pee yeah okay yeah. it's scary to talk about shit and I I um commend those who are brave enough to to speak in depth about their thoughts on things that are so controversial like politics or religion because it's ex- extremely hard to to truly educate yourself and pick a side mm-hmm. uh and then truth, talk about it yeah and then project your perspective on it yeah like it, that's it's difficult it's hard and it's it's worldly it's like it's yeah. bigger than us it's bigger than us as humans like, it's intimidating as fuck. i feel like people don't understand like what they're doing by silencing the conversation like what okay yeah so you're gonna cancel everyone that has like a a different opinion than you okay great so then where are we going from there no one's gonna talk about anything because everyone's so scared and you've literally shut down the conversation is that where we want to be we people don't understand is they're shutting it down by canceling people for one wrong like interpretation of a sentence that I also like that's someone's perspective like let them have their life I mean granted if they're sharing on social media they're opening it up for exactly interpretation exactly literally exactly so it's tough but you can't tell the whole world that shit gets to to you majority of people that shit gets to you the comments the responses whatever it may be like that shit can destroy you it's sad it's really it's really upsetting I've never responded to I mean, since I've had this podcast, like a pod, like a comment on my podcast, because there's a part of me, I'm like, I don't like, yeah, people just don't get the full picture and I don't need to really prove anything to them other than I'm just going to post videos in my comment section. Like, even if they can be literally, I've had 
comments on my podcast that are so negative niche because it's like just talking yeah yeah and no, like it is. growing with mm-hmm. your partner or whoever yeah. you're across the table just like getting to know them but what i've understood is like there's a beauty in not buying into it like i actually don't care about people's opinions online like i care I if it's constructive either. like I don't either. hey th- charlotte you're fucking talking over this person so much okay that's constructive i don't need to respond or yeah. defend myself 100%, 100%. you know what i mean like i'm do- you guys aren't fucking doing this yeah. like you fucking like that's I, a powerful that place goes to through be, my head to take that criticism it's constructive yeah. criticism yeah. i think that's so important that. yeah. to be able to take accountability for your actions and what you do and grow from them always but it's not always our place to like listen to comments ever but if there's something that people think like when you have a podcast there's going to be a lot of of criticism yeah but that but that's where it comes into play of like okay and i knew starting this podcast like you you say your truth and whatever because it's a long-form conversation there's things that come out that are controversial and i know go knew going into this it's like okay don't let all the angry people online stop you from saying the things that you want to say, which mm-hmm. is like, which is the, the, the core of what we're getting at. It's like, we don't want yeah. to say this because people are going to get mad. We don't want to say this because certain people are going to get mad because everyone has an opinion. Everyone has their own view. I and think it, we'll get to a point though, where it's like yeah. internet, you just know half the people are going to be dissatisfied. So you just stop caring anyways. Yeah. I think we'll get to that point. I feel like we're already kind I of hope, approaching I think it's it. a new thing. Yeah. The past five years, maybe yeah. a couple more, five years of people just like expressing how they feel and people countering that with how they feel yeah. and then vice versa. The next person, the next person. One benefit I think from this is actually, I know it's lame cause we're on a podcast, but podcasts like, cause they allow long form conversation and like opinions to get out. So, and, and it's, this was, people didn't think before in the last like 10 years that people liked podcasts people Mm -hmm. didn't think like normal americans could handle two hours of uncut conversation they thought people wanted 30 minutes on the tv of a really cut down entertainment special they thought that's what reality or whatever it is yeah Yeah. and then like over time it started expanding and then Mm -hmm. they noticed people really liked youtube and then they noticed people really like podcasts yeah where it's just people talking the truth what their interpretation of the truth is unbiasedly putting out what we think not unbiased probably very biased but they're but they they're their own bias in a podcast and that's fine and that's okay no you, you can't eliminate bias you can't um, like I'm but biased. We, we aren't necessarily biased. Like, what are we biased towards? It's so as like, as a podcast, like or as as your okay, podcast I mean, as a guest to, to name. Because like, I feel like we're coming out in a public way of, of being not biased exactly. So what do you think? We're we're we're, we're biased in ways that we don't even know. Like bias and is, I think is, oh here's is, here's is an example. Like I no I th- being born a girl for example. Like I think being a girl is fucking awesome. Why? Because I was born a girl. That's bias. Yeah. I, I'm bi- course, I'm biased yeah, yeah. in so many ways. I don't think I'm biased. I'm so I'm that blinded. So yeah. I can't. No one can ever really make the claim that they're not biased because they they don't know what they're saying. It's I don't even think it's possible. I think it's very challenging to not be biased. But I I'll try. Fair my enough. fucking yeah. hardest you know not to be or like to be to, open-minded yeah, no, yeah. and Being just like take everyone else's opinions in yeah. perspective and then from there yeah. decide how we feel but also how we feel is just you know i don't know if it's necessarily biased just like what we've been through and what we've learned over the years and the things we've t- we've uh taken in from social media and shit yeah. it's just kind of like our interpretation of things yeah there might be a certain biased act at aspect to it but i don't think we're very biased people like, and i think like the what you're saying like about having an open mind like can really help push you into direct like I think having an open mind 
is one of the qualities that's helped me the most in life. Me like, too. to be honest with you. You have it, to have an open mind. Yeah. You have to be open to you how really other people do. feel, other, people, other people's perspectives, other people's upbringing. Like, everyone has been wrong. through other shit. Yeah, I want to okay. learn. I want to yes. learn if I'm yes. wrong. Yeah. Uh, that makes me grow. Yeah. If it, if it, I want if to it be proven wrong. If it affects my growth, yeah. I'm like all for it. If it like helps project positivity onto like my growth as a human being to open up my mind to like what other people are thinking and viewing the world, like what it is. Even like it just that stems so far out. What yeah. anything in this world? I want to know everything and then make my decision. Yeah. Like that's why, like even going to like a Christian school and like dabbling in religion, being like a super strict college prep uh, Catholic school. Actually, yeah. it was, and educating myself on religion and then having my own perspective and being like, you know what, I'm not 100 percent sure on the reality of everything I'm learning and how and the truth to it. But that's just because I'm a little bit more factual. I. Mm. I I kind of rely on science more than I do uh, a Bible that tells you how to live and how to be because you, you rely on is science there truth to belief. it? Is there yeah. reality? It's faith. There's a, there's a reason it's, it's a faith and it's because it, it, you have to take something outside of yourself to, to believe in something that isn't necessarily uh, tangible. Yeah factual Mm -hmm. you know what I mean but also I I I also respect that every everyone has something that gets them through their day yeah whether that be religion whether that be you know have more of a spiritual mindset like the law of attraction type thing which I kind of find myself leaning more towards belief system something that gets you through your day I just I think being open-minded is one of the most powerful things you can be in this world I I completely agree with you and I think like you should never be biased and be stubborn you close your mind to the to the idea that you don't have it figure it out you are literally trapping yourself in a very closed box and I and it wasn't something I had naturally as a kid I think like as a kid I think most people just as children you don't like think because I think people are afraid to change I think that's a maturity thing or not even maybe it's just like an, an I don't know what it is but like it's something that you figure out that this is good for me to always continue to have in mind that is willing to be proven wrong and because and and or and to have your mind be proven wrong, it's only a good thing for you, yeah, is yeah. it not? Like, I, it's, uh, it, does, it takes a certain kind of person to like to be proven wrong. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, it takes a certain kind of person who loves to educate themselves. Yeah. It takes a certain kind of person who loves to grow, who loves to learn, who loves to be outside of their comfort zone. Because a lot yeah. of people hate being outside of their comfort yeah. zone. I love it. We love I it. I love it. Uh, there's something I like more than being outside of my comfort zone because I never learn. Yep more than being brought outside my comfort zone and learning something that I'm uneducated on. Okay. I remember like my, the one piece of wisdom, like I took away from my mom was she said to me, do something every single day that makes you uncomfortable. And I was like, okay, like, what does that mean? And like me being like 15 years old, like or 14 years old, like very plateaued in my evolvement. I was very like, still just like insecure i mean couldn't teen you now yeah Maybe. couldn't do it, it was so young you don't know shit it was you're going through these emotional yeah. outbreaks you're like i'm sad i'm happy yeah. i'm smart i'm done yeah. like you don't know but it's funny because that piece of information she gave me was part of the reason why i signed my modeling contract because i got scouted when i was 16 when you know yeah yeah and i was so that the one thing that made me more scared than anything was getting like my photo taken like I was so not like that like it you used to be you've grown a lot oh I know any of my friends I think you've grown the most yeah to be completely honest Mm -hmm. like you used to be way more um introvert Mm -hmm. you used to be way more uh insecure I don't 
it was a little bit more like easy going, just like mm-hmm. kind of cool with whatever was going yeah. on. And now you're way more of like a boss bitch. You're yeah. opinionated. You know how you feel. You're very uh, emotionally intelligent. Yeah. I like respect and commend so much about people to be like emotionally connected yeah. to how you feel, what you need. Like you've grown so much in that world. So I like that's something was, I want to commend yeah. you on. Cause yeah. like that takes a lot to yeah. grow into. Yeah. I think it was like an agreeableness. I like sides, you know, like as everyone does of like, I can be super opinionated, but I can also like, agree you know like yeah. and i'm and that both being that comes true. from being open-minded a yeah little bit. no yeah. totally but but i really one takeaway from being like a human being and like whatever is like truly do something every single day that makes you uncomfortable because yeah. if i never signed that contract to start modeling and i remember my first photo shoot and like how i was sweating because i was so nervous that's because, so cute because <laughs> it was like it was it wasn't like i was like born a girl that was like oh that girl she can be a model like she yeah. has it like I wasn't born that girl yeah, yeah. and I had to make myself that girl yeah so and it started the core root of that was doing something one thing that made me Always. so fucking uncomfortable that made which you was having a photo shoot having a photo shoot comfort zone was loving the it epitome loving of it. that yeah. yeah and growing to like it and now I'm a person that I am so different from when I was 15 that like thrives and actually became a performer because of so much self-reflection of like, okay, Charlotte, if you don't come a performer, then you're, you're wasting all these opportunities and like, like success happens when like luck meets opportunity and you have your skills prepared. So figure it out because you won't have it. It's conforming to what you know that you have potential to be and and thrive in completely. It's also like growing and building. Like not everyone is just naturally anything. Any, anything yeah you have to you like have learn to, seek to it grow out. into your shell and like if you want to be something you fucking be it yeah it's not like you're just like some people are born to be athletes some yeah. people are born to be incredibly great physical and, and genetics be the number, yes. yeah or just like mentally like i think like mozart he was born yeah. to fucking play I, do, was he though <laughs> i know? i think that's i think that's a i think that's when it a comes born to that gift. extent of a talent i think yeah. that, that is fate and that's yeah. like what you were born to do yeah but sometimes if you want to be something that you aren't naturally and you want to be great at it you have to do your homework and watch tapes and mm. like study everything about it and be the best. Like naturally, I don't like when I first got into modeling, mm-hmm. I wasn't like, like I was kind of, I don't know if against it is the right word I'd use, but like, I definitely was like skeptical. Models. Like I was just like modeling. Like, what is that going to do for me? Like, <laughs> I don't want to like be pretty in front of a camera. Yeah. Like typically like growing up, I was just such a tomboy. Like yeah. I played sports my whole life. I was a dancer for like 10 years. Like mm-hmm. I just like, was a little more hands-on, more active. And then I got into modeling. I started making money at it. And I was just like, wow, I'm starting to actually learn the ways of loving modeling. And then eventually with due time, I became passionate about aspects of modeling. I became passionate about travel. You don't, you're not passionate about being hot in front of a camera. You're yeah. passionate about everything else besides that. Yeah, no, it's actually so you true. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, it's just like, and you learn to like, like I, I miss being on a plane and traveling yeah. and like, being like being in like a random country alone in a hotel room wherever I am mm-hmm. and just being like lonely and confused and not knowing the language of others who yeah. are speaking it around me just but throwing just, you like, into there. the deep end and it's like you figure it out and it's like okay yeah. I guess I have to figure it out yeah. I have no choice I have to you know and that's what modeling does it's like put totally. you in a random fucking country or you don't know anything you are literally and like no one knows no one starts knowing how to model unless you're like very special. Like you don't know that. And so it's like basically because modeling is so it already takes like a really like 
small percentage of people that can do it so they don't care if you have experience and they don't care if you know how to do it they just throw you in and it's like they'll figure it out if they want to do it you you have one chance yeah typically there is no slack especially in new york city and over in europe whether in paris milan like especially when i went to new york when i was like 17 18 uh, they were just like, figure it out. Yeah. I was, I'd never been to New York in my life. I had $100 a week to my name. <laughs> thanks to my mom. Yeah. was giving me $100 a week. Mm-hmm. And that was for everything. That was for food. That was for Subway. That was for travel. That was for meals. Like, that was to was live. was $100 a week. And I was just like, all right, here we go. And <laughs> I remember telling my agent, like, I'm lost. Like, I don't know. I got off on the wrong side of the subway. They're like, figure it out. Yep. And New York doesn't give a fuck, bro. <laughs> like, New York is just so high-paced. New York is so boss and I think that's probably another part that like gave us our like shell but also like I don't know if it's like, like mental fashion. toughness I think mental toughness when it comes to work ethic yeah 100% because now we learn what it really is like people in LA are yeah. just like oh it's but fine toughness it's cool with culture we all party shock. with someone who's famous and we think we're famous like fuck yeah. no it's not how it works like, <laughs> but I mean like toughness in terms of like okay you you have to figure it out. Like, don't yeah. be a little baby about it. Like, you're yeah. going to figure this out. New York taught me you have no baby, choice 100%. but to figure this the fuck out. So yeah. do it. Do yeah. it. There's no, like, child, like, thing you can carry with you in this industry. It's like, unless you have, again, like, At a support system. At least not in, like, these cutthroat cities. Like, LA is a little bit more, like, more absorbent. More like, okay, it's okay. Like, you can, like, take your time. But, like, New York is, like, if you're not. It's cutthroat. The one thing I always woke up thinking in New York is, like, if I'm not out there doing my job, someone's doing it for me. Yep. Someone yeah. is going to do it for me, and they're going to do it better than I am. Yeah. So I'm going to get up, and I'm going to wake up every single day and bust my ass as hard and as I can. you become that girl. You become yeah. that girl that does it better than those girls. Like, that's, yeah. that's like, the, the mindset, mindset you, you need to have. have. It's like, you ethic. need to be the girl that New York you're fucking me. scared of. New York and if you're not, you're is. doing it wrong. And if you think that you're doing it right and you're not that girl, then you, you're still doing it wrong. So become that fucking girl. Totally. You have to. And yeah. that's the only way you can survive. And I'm so happy for going to New York, us both. Mm-hmm. Like, I think we had, like, a very similar uh, travel experience with, like, our modeling career. Like, we were both in New York at very similar times, yeah. both in L.A. You went to London a little bit, yeah. I remember. Um, but I'm so grateful for New York teaching me what it what it was to be a hard worker. Yeah. And to have... And, and, and rejection. And, and to have that hard shell appreciated. Yeah. yeah. Because in L.A., if you're, like, a numb, cold bitch and you don't have time for shit, <laughs> you're, like, a, you're like kind of just, so like... so true. Oh, my God. Like, blah, blah. She's just, like... In New York, that is fucking like in LA yeah. is like a little bit frowned upon. In New York, it's like, damn. You know what? That fucking- girl busts her ass. You know. <laughs> you know what Abby Champion told me because our friend Abby like is from the South and she's yeah. like the sweetest fucking girl ever. And Alabama, she's, sweetheart. Alabama, yes, like a total sweetheart. But so and she's now like walked for every show you can every, think of. Chanel, big, one of like the biggest every, models I think on the board. It, one of the biggest models it. on the board. But you know what they told her? They said to her, her agency said, you need, when you go to your castings, you can't be a fucking sweet girl. That's what they told you, me too. I'm from, you're going to go in and you're a cold, hard bitch. And she did that, booked every single show. Like that. That's crazy. Just from changing her attitude of not being nice. The attitude's a big thing. How style crazy is and that? attitude is massive. Style, style and attitude's a lot. The yeah. amount of times the agents told me, don't wear this. You look like a too much of like a LA, like hot girl, like mm-hmm. pretty girl. You look too sweet. You look too hot. You look too innocent, blah, blah. Like don't smile when you go in there. Like, That's what they said to boss her. Yeah. They're like, don't smile and be all happy and cute. Like be like tough, be stylish, be New York. And I'm like, act like you don't care to be there. Yeah. I didn't like conforming to that because that wasn't who I was. Like, yeah. Naturally, like as much as I can be like a very like tough, stubborn, hard girl, I'm a very optimistic, yeah. I'm a very happy, I'm a very free-spirited, bouncy, light kind of girl. It was really hard to be this 
hard New York girl mm-hmm. when a big part of me wasn't that. Felt, unless I was yeah. fucking grumpy and shit, then I'd be like, yo. And then you book the job. Like, I'm such an open <laughs> book type of yeah. human being. So it was hard sometimes to, like, play that, like, cold bitch part fully. Yeah. And just, like, yeah, developing, like, just, like, confidence in, like, who you are. I think, like, for you was more easy than it was for me. But, like, I finally have figured it out. Like, Why do you say that? Well, because you were just confident when I met you. And I wasn't at 16. Like, at 16, I had no desire to, like, or even ability to, like, be a model. I had no, I truly had no ability to do that job. I was just, like, happened to, like, look somewhat like a model and like people liked what I looked like and I got signed but, but I didn't I started also I but mean, you still had the like I like you don't understand like it was bad like if a camera was in front of me like I was like just like like a girl that's already confident in her day-to-day life bring her in front of her camera she's either gonna thrive or do a little worse but a girl who's not confident and put her in front of a camera that makes her even less confident it's bad it's like it's not <laughs> even remotely it's not even remotely sellable even to a point like when I first started modeling I would do yeah, one was, no but not initially like when I first started working as a like doing like when I first started modeling and booking jobs I'd book it once because they like thought it was cute on Instagram and they're like okay let's bring this girl in I'd come hate what I was fucking doing be so uncomfortable in every situation you know okay this I've never shared this before but you know there was a time (laughs) when I first started modeling that I was so uncomfortable that I my dad told me to do this because my dad's a director and my dad is very much he was like a cool dad whatever not really but like cool in some senses and he said to me he was like as a director I don't care what people do to get the product done and get the shot done I don't care as long as they do it yeah and then I said well I I would feel more comfortable if I went to my jobs and I was like drunk he was like okay we're gonna buy you a flask and you're gonna get drunk at work yeah I think about that when I no and I did that no no I started bringing the flask at 16 to my jobs and I got drunk on my jobs because I was so fucking because scared. then you can go outside your comfort zone and, and play that character and play that part. Because I couldn't. It, I, I couldn't, think about I that all the time. The capability to do it sober, I really didn't. I was so uncomfortable. Like I wish I could artic- articulate, and I wish people believed me when I say like how uncomfortable I was. But I, I was bad like it there was no part of me that was even a sliver of the girl that had it figured out I didn't and I had to figure it out over time and like I remember part of that was getting drunk on my jobs because I was so cripplingly scared about this I didn't I didn't tell anyone I was like okay if this is what I have to do on my jobs to get this work done then I'll do it and like I I honestly respect my dad for telling me to do it because it helped and like it and I may have not been the best thing to tell like your 16 year old kid but like to uh, in that relationship in that dynamic and what I actually needed to be told in that moment that was the thing to tell me and I'm glad I'm actually thankful for my dad for telling me that because yeah like yeah I got but whatever that just shows how unhealthy the modeling industry and the positions it can put not, you in no, it's it's bro it's, the modeling industry is fucked up the body dysmorphia up. I have to this day even though I'm like healthy I'm fine I'm like I, I think I think I'm beautiful, but like I can't remember the last time I looked in the mirror and thought I looked good. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. Like the things that modeling does to you, whether it's like making how you think about yourself, the insecurity you have, walking to a room with other girls and making you feel like the lowest one there, even though you might be like the highest. Yeah. Like the way you compare yourself to others and the things that you will do to get the job from living in model apartments, like girls will do things that are unspoken of that are like to get the job to get the job done right and like as much as like you do get the job like sometimes that is like not 
to 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 a broader audience it's like it's fucked up yeah you know what i mean like it's crazy what modeling will do to you in general and how it'll make you think and what you will do to get that job the things you will especially when it comes to diet nutrition Mm -hmm. like living in a model apartment and seeing girls i lived with a girl who only drank tea Mm -hmm. all day all day every day all she would have she would have like 10 glasses of tea lined up by her bed all she she never ate barely anything maybe a couple nuts this and that here and there nothing bro we saw how unhealthy it got at times and what it did to girls minds and women's minds and i never ever i saw how it made girls and i never wanted to conform to that ever like i just couldn't buy into it i couldn't believe in it well you you had a strength that not like most girls at that age had you just had this it's a young age too they fuck you up at a young age yeah like it's like you can't you can't give these every single girl that's like gonna be put in the modeling industry this strength that you just had like most people don't have that and you can't fault them for it you don't but like it's it's just expected of the pressure and like what you could be and like don't you want to live up to your potential don't you want to see what you could be like you dangle that carrot in front of most like insecure girls that have been put in the modeling industry they'll take it because like who and can you blame them (laughs) you know like can you dangle that carrot like no but i don't blame them at all it's putting them to the ultimate test if you want it bad enough also like that comes back down to character and Mm -hmm. integrity like I never wanted to sacrifice who I was to the core to be something that I wasn't. Yeah. Like I wanted to succeed truly through who I was to the core, whether that was like my nutrition, my exercise, your body, my life, my body. Like if I'm going to thrive and be on top and get something that I want to get, it's because it's exactly for who I am. Am I going to work my ass off at it? Fuck yeah. hundred yeah. percent. I'm going to work as hard as I can. I'm going to balance, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to do things I don't believe in to get there. Yeah. Ever. And that literally comes back to our first conversation of doing things that abide by your character. I think you built, you built because of like the, the turmoil you had as a kid, like a stronger sense of character at a younger age than most girls have when they've kind of lived more comfortable lives. Not to say it wasn't uncomfortable. Sure as hell was because who doesn't have a shitty life? Everyone has a shitty life to some degree. But you develop. You had a shittier life, maybe at a younger age, and you developed a strong sense of character where you were able to make that choice. I'm not going to jeopardize my integrity. I'm not going to jeopardize my character because you had built it already for yourself. I just wanted to be proud of myself. Yeah. Like, and I, and I wasn't going to be proud of myself by doing things I didn't respect to get there. Like yeah. I needed to be proud of myself. I needed to stand up tall and say that the way I got here was in a respectable. Uh, way no be your fucking self yeah and have that outstanding personality and that love about you and work hard and show that on set and in everything you do in life yeah and that's why let that translate you know that's why i say though that you aren't someone i peg as insecure because you're secure enough with yourself of like i actually even at 18 i don't want to be anyone else like you had a very like i like i hope you recognize that's not no like nor like the norm like most girls are very comfortable (laughs) but that's why i say it it's like most girls are they chase some someone else's ideal and i want to be that you know and it's like but i also do too like there's people i look up to and i'm just like i wish to have fashion sense like this no when i say this i have no fashion sense no you do have fashion sense like you like you to me like you're i've literally brought your fat i've said this like i've brought your fashion sense up to other people of whose fashion sense i like and we have different uh, ways of dressing. I'm obsessed ourselves. with yours. Well, this is a mutual thing <laughs> because I'm obsessed with yours. But that's no, so but crazy. I, but the reason I like yours, the, re- the reason I like yours is because you're not 
going with trends. You're not going with what I think other people think is cool. You dress for what you like. You dress like a young, like Pam Anderson. You're like the sporty hot girl with blonde hair I who puts her hair you. in a ponytail a lot and wears sneakers Always. and wear jerseys. Like that's like no other girls doing that. They're wearing like the fucking like trend right now, which is like the cardigan from Brandy Melville. Like not to say that's wrong, but like that's the trend. And you I just you, don't you. care and you don't really like feel the need to like be what everyone says you should be you're just Josie you're uh, and your fashion sense is the sporty you hot girl cry. no but that's why <laughs> I like it because like you in to me your fashion sense is fucking sick because I'm like she dresses like you're like your, your own like movie character you know what I mean like you're that and you don't need to be like everyone else like you're Josie and you that's just why I like so it. much smoke up my ass <laughs> no it's not Smoke. I, I, I have, I have no interest in, just like, in lying to people. So I really don't have any interest in it. And that's and I'm telling the truth when I say that, and that's why I like it. And that's why I think it's cool. I love you. I love you, too. <laughs> I love you so much. <laughs> no, but it is sick. And it, you you really do have a security in yourself, and I think it's cool to, to acknowledge it because you, you don't feel the I need to waver on it. who you are. You, you have such a strong sense of who it is, whether yeah. you know it or not. I feel like I just, like, never uh, think about that. Like, I take I take criticism from people when they say maybe I should better in certain areas because I love to grow, truly. Yeah. But when it comes to, like, who I am, I don't really ever, like, second-guess it. And I just kind of, like, am who I am. And, and I hope that people like it. And, and if they don't, then, like, fuck them. Yeah. I just want to be happy. And yeah. I feel like I chase things that make me happy. And I feel like a lot of things – a lot of people – chase things that will further them and gain them more money and power but it doesn't make them happy and that is always the forefront of my decisions is my happiness i have my own thoughts my own opinions my own perspective Mm -hmm. open-minded to it all but i still think what i think yeah i feel how i feel there's a part of you that is very i'm literally like all over the place no you (laughs) and most of us are but there's a part of you that's so built and so strong, which is your sense of self and what makes you happy. I, I said this, but like seriously, like the older I get, the more I'm like, dude, Josie does have things figured out, and whether she I knows it or not, <laughs> she does. No, you you do. Maybe not everything. I don't have yeah. everything figured out either. Yeah. Not even close. We never will, and, and we never convinced. will. We'll always be a work <laughs> we'll in progress. But there's certain things you have figured out that I don't have figured out, and that's one of them. You're you have. I have a strong sense of self, but you have, you have things figured out that I don't have figured out. Also, but but though. that's with everybody. Everyone yeah. has things that you can learn from your peers, even if they're yeah. like literally like you. You don't think you can learn from them. You actually there's something you can always learn they could from teach someone you. or something. If you even have if it's a mind. small p- exactly, and it comes back all having open mind and being okay and truly seeking the value and being uncomfortable those are the two things i hope someone like somebody takes away from this podcast listen to that guys period (laughs) on period (laughs) cut the cameras (laughs) well josie thank you so much i love you charlotte for coming on my of course thanks for having me it's my first podcast ever (laughs) (laughs) this was good right you know it was it was (laughs) Thank you. Bye.